If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of The Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, you can download it. They podcast it. It's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Now, let's deal with something that we were talking about there. We'll get to Mike Pence and his stupid comments and things like that today, but let's, let's deal with something. Why impeach Joe Biden? Why, let's say a Republican wins the White House in 2024. Why appoint a special counsel to go after Biden or any Democrat? Why do these things? Well, let's pause on this for just a moment. Have you ever read about an insurgency of any kind? Or guerrilla warfare. You know what? Have you ever read about guerrilla warfare of any kind? Of course you have. Everyone has. Or at least you've watched documentaries on it. Or you've read about it. Or you've watched movies about it. A a, a Vietnam movie would be about it. The Viet Cong were a guerrilla force in South Vietnam fighting against ours. A fascinating one if you're interested in these kind of guerrilla things like that. A fascinating one is actually Afghanistan when the Soviets were there. Not when we were there, but when they were pushing back against the Soviets. But one thing that you'll see when you study things like this, one thing that will probably stand out to you, it's something that stands out to me is, and this is coming back to politics, just stay with me, how different 
the sides have to conduct themselves depending on what their abilities were. If you were, like you're the Soviet Union, you're trying to prop up a communist government in Afghanistan, it's not going well for you because, surprise, surprise, the communists started murdering each other and couldn't control themselves. Yeah, I know. They're all like that, by the way. That's just how they are. They started murdering each other, couldn't control themselves. The Soviets were trying to calm it down before it blew up. It blew up in their faces. They decided to invade and try to prop up a communist government in Afghanistan. Well, the Soviets go rolling in with the tanks and the helicopters and this modern juggernaut of an army. And then you have the Afghan people. They don't, they don't have tanks. They don't have anything like that. What weapons did they have? Well, they had some on their own. And then they had the weapons that the Pakistanians and us and others were funneling to them. And that was not no small amount. In the beginning, it was small, and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. It turned out, in the end, it was stinger missiles and stuff like that. But still, we're not giving them tanks. But one of the things that stands out to you is how different they had to fight. How different the different armies conducted themselves. Here you had the Soviet army, and they had what? They had the numbers. They had the equipment, like I said, tanks, helicopters. The Soviets did most of their fighting, most of their moving around on the roads. They would move around on the roads. The Afghan people, the guerrillas, they didn't have the option of marching down the road in formation. We're taking our 5,000 guys and we're marching down the middle of the road to take on those Soviets. Why? Because the Soviets had all the power when it came to things like that. So if you're an Afghan guerrilla, maybe instead of marching down the middle of the road with a bunch of men, which you don't even have, maybe you grab a Soviet landmine and you retrofit it for your purposes and you plant it in the middle of the road so the next time a Soviet tank rolls down the road, you blow him up. Now, would the Soviets do such a thing? I know they planted mines, but you get what I'm saying? They conduct themselves differently. If the Soviets want to handle an area, they take their troops and their helos and their Soviets and they roll into this Afghan village and they slaughter a bunch of men, women, and children and doing a bunch of torturing and then they leave town. But the Afghanis are not going to invade a Soviet town because there aren't Soviet towns and they don't have the power to do so. So what they have to do because they're not in a position of power, what they have to do is anything. Everything. How does an insurgency, how does a guerrilla movement, how does it conduct itself? What does it do against the more powerful force that it's fighting against? What does it do against that more powerful force? Anything it can. It may come down to, no, no, I'm not, no, we're just talking about Afghanistan here, okay? So, so, so keep this in mind. It may come down to, well, I can't actually hurt them right now but you know what i do have i do have this poison my uncle made i bet you i bet you i could get this kid to walk into that soviet base and pour this poison into their water supply and that's what you do why because it's the only thing you have the ability to do oh no there's a, a thousand soviet troops marching towards my village i'm here with 10 guys we can't we can't stop them there's nothing we could do so what can i do well, hand me that sniper rifle. I bet I'll kill one of their officers. Is it going to stop them? No, 
but it's something. You see what I mean when it comes to impeachments and investigations and and whether we should expose this and talk about that, whether we should pursue this or that. Jesse, should I run for school board or should I work for somebody's campaign? He wants to be my state senator. The answer to that question is yes. Jesse, should we focus on uh, the debt or should we focus on impeaching Joe Biden? The answer is yes. We are out of power. That's bad. We don't control any cultural institution anymore in this country. We lost them all. The communists took over all of them. We were too soft and too nice and way too tolerant to keep them out. Okay, that's bad. That sucks. Not the end of the world, though. Now, now we're the guerrilla force. Now, we take anything we can get, anytime we can get it. If you have the ability, the power to impeach Joe Biden, you impeach Joe Biden. If your state AG has the ability to indict and lock up a Democrat now, the way they're locking up Trump, he should be doing it. What should you do? What should I do? How should we conduct ourselves going forward? What should you do? What should I do? Anything. Everything. Just do something. The one thing you can't do when you're out of power as the guerrilla force, the one thing you absolutely cannot do is nothing. Look, maybe you're going to have a productive day. Maybe you'll get that landmine in that Soviet road. Please don't plant any landmines. It's just an analogy, by the way. Maybe you'll get that poison in the well. Maybe you won't. But what you never do is wake up as a gorilla one day and say to yourself, you know, I just can't decide whether I should plant the landmine or poison the well. You know, it's all hopeless. I'm just going to go back to sleep. That's what you can't do. What battles should we be fighting? All of them. We all need to reject the GOP motto. And what is the GOP motto? That's not the hill to die on. That's the ultimate GOP model. They say it every time there's a difficult fight to have. And also, ignore these people, these people on the radio, on TV, in print, maybe friends, family members, who when you sink your teeth into something, when you sink your teeth into a cause, they roll their eyes at you and talk about how lame what you're doing is and how there are more important things and there's no point in that at all. Oh, I can't believe you applied to work for your congressman. That's so stupid. Nothing will get done in Congress. Focus on city council. Wrong. We need people there too. Oh, I can't believe you just uh, spent 10 minutes talking about how horrible the newest LGBTQ Disney movie is. There's more important things in movies Wrong. Movies matter too. If you are being an activist and you are moving the ball forward in any way, if you found the tiniest battle to fight and you're fighting it, that's good. The one thing we can't do is nothing. And we're not going to paralyze ourselves by overanalyzing ourselves and by nitpicking ourselves to death. Oh, your cause is stupid, and that cause is stupid, and this is dumb, and that's dumb, and you should be talking about this. Don't talk about that. Man, if you're talking about issues that matter, you're winning. Normie Norm isn't talking about those issues. Normie Norm's doing back-to-school shopping. And 
I guess I shouldn't probably have said that because we actually did back to school shopping today. I know the wife came home lamenting the cost of the kids to which I responded, well, I've been trying to give them back forever. And the kids were right there beside her. And she said, he didn't mean that kids. And I said, yes, I did. Yes, I did. There's nothing wrong with last year's backpack. I don't know why you need a new backpack every year. Back in my day, we never got a backpack. (laughs) All right, shut up. Focus. Now, I mentioned there's a a battlefield coming that's going to be a huge pain in the rear end for all of us, for you, me. And it's not one a lot of people see coming, but it's one we're going to talk about next. Then we'll get to some more emails and some other things tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. Another battle that's always worth fighting. Always, 100% of the time, abortion. I don't care about the people who disagree with me on it. That's fine. You're welcome to have an opinion. I will never waver. I will not not back off of this. That is a a life. It's alive. It's sacred. It should be not just not killed. It should be protected at all costs. That's a life totally helpless. Let's help preborn protect that baby. Preborn knows that baby's in danger. That baby's about to die. Mom is about to have an abortion. Preborn doesn't scream at her, belittle her. Preborn comes to her and says, hey, how about an ultrasound first? Free ultrasound, no charge to you. When she hears the heartbeat, she chooses life almost every time. All we have to do is get her into that ultrasound. 28 bucks is what it costs. Buy one tonight. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Here's never going to be President Mike Pence talking about the Trump indictment. I was clear with President Trump throughout all the way up to the morning uh, of January 6th. But let, let's, let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So, but the American people deserve to know uh, that President Trump uh, and his advisors uh, didn't just ask me to pause. They asked me to reject votes, return votes, essentially to overturn the election uh, and to keep faith with the oath that I made to the American people and to Almighty God. Uh, I rejected that out of hand and I did my duty that day. Yeah, Mike Pence is not going to be elected president anytime soon. Speaking of which, boy, you know what? We'll get back to this next phase that's going to be annoying thing. I need to pause here for just a moment. Because I saw something yesterday that was pretty inspiring and it gave me an idea for a debate. Don't you love a good debate? Don't you love a good debate? I want to see this debate. So I saw this headline because I've had people ask me, Jesse, what do you think of this Vivek Revy guy? Jesse, what do you think about Vivek? He's saying a lot of smart things. And I saw yesterday Vivek Ramaswamy doubles down on pledge to pardon Trump. And says censorship is to blame for January 6th. And man, that's really, really cool. And it gave me an idea for a debate. Hear me out. Hear me out. What if Vivek Rebizdebi from the year 2023 
what if he could go back in time and debate Vivek Rebbe Bibi from 2022? Because in 2022, the guy who sounds like Barry Goldwater today, now that he's running for president, he said this, this is a direct quote from his book in 2022, quote, it was a dark day for democracy. The loser of the last election refused to concede the race, claimed the election was stolen, raised hundreds of millions of dollars from loyal supporters, and is running for executive office again. And 2022 was, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I went to community college and we do the math. Right now it's 2023. That was 2022. Carry the one. Huh. That was one year ago. So just last year, the guy who sounds like Barry Goldwater today was talking about the election in that way. So again, when you ask me, hey, what about this guy? Hey, this guy's intriguing me. Hey, this guy, what do you think about this guy? Well, he sounds very, very, very conservative and to the right. And he sounded that way for about 15 minutes, ever since he started running for president. If you can't spot a used car salesman a mile away, I don't know what to do for you. All right? Hey, I just read you a direct quote. Wasn't from my book. You, you can go read the Anti-Communist Manifesto, which can be purchased at jessekellybook.com, and you'll see the same Jesse in there that I've always been. I didn't turn into King Chameleon when I started running for president. And it would be fascinating to watch them debate each other, though. I'd be interested to see who would win. Vivek of last year or Vivek of this year? Be crazy, crazy to watch, isn't it? All right. Now, for this next battle, that's going to be a huge pain in the rear end. And this, this, this headline didn't take place in America. This is from the UK. But just, it got me thinking about what's coming here. Biased bank staff branded conservatives as evil and ugly. And especially with the recent news, We've been discussing a ton our legal system, how trash it is, how biased it is. And you know it's been something I've been passionate about for the longest time. You probably are too. The medical system. Having the medical industry turn into this really, really ugly communist industry, that's not good. How many times have we played that audio for you of the graduating class at Columbia talking about racial equity in medicine and that really ugly stuff, frightening stuff. So those are the two big scary ones. But have we really taken the time to digest the banking sector, the financial sector, slowly but surely filling up with communist activists? Have we thought about what that means for us, what that could mean for us moving forward, what it could mean for our accounts, whether we get to keep them or not? Did you know that in Australia... Yesterday, people were showing up to pull money out of their banks and were told they're not allowed to do so. Sorry, no more cash. Did you know that that's happening now? That's not some crazy movie, some conspiracy theory. Yeah, Chris, where have we seen that before? This stuff, this, this banking industry, the finance industry, the elites are hyper, hyper focused on it. Because remember, back to what we've talked about, never forget, Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street, those three companies, 
They're gigantic finance companies run by communists, pushing communist things and pushing those things out through the finance sector. The finance sector, if they control your money, if they control your and my ability to purchase goods and services, to spend our labor, they control it all. So not going to spend a bunch of time on it, just something I thought. All right, we'll get to some climate change nuttery and some emails and stuff next. Hang on. You're listening to The Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And here's an interesting question for you. Dr. Queso King. Is McCarthy smarter than we think? Hear me out. They haven't impeached Mayorkas yet and nothing on Biden. While we call the GOP weak and pathetic, which they are, are they possibly waiting until Democrats have no point of return? Let's say they don't impeach Biden until October or November. Then it's too late for Newsom to come in. Is is patience the key? Well, one, no. Remember, even if they impeach Joe Biden, the Senate's not going to convict. So nothing's going to happen. It's like it's like nothing happened. So that's no, that that's not doing anything. The reason this is taking so long is this. Republicans. Republicans still believe elected I'm not talking about you. Elected Republicans still believe that we are in a country that is normal. And they conduct themselves as if if they do things normally, then everything will end up working out in the end. I call these Republicans, you're going to start hearing this term a lot more because I just it's just so appropriate for these, nursery rhyme republicanism. That's what it is. Nursery rhyme republicanism. It's the kind of republicanism that uh, it's like a mom talking or teaching her four-year-old or five-year-old something. Oh, sweetie, you can be anything you want to be. That's something a mom would say. Understandably, I'm not making fun of moms. But that's something you would say to your kid before your kid's old enough to realize, no, actually, my eyes kind of suck and I'm never going to be a pilot. So I guess I should probably choose to do something different. That's nursery rhyme republicanism. And another nursery rhyme republicanism thing that you see from our elected representatives, it's this one. They'll say things like, well, we were gathering the evidence So we can make sure we're doing this the right way. And they think the American people in this country are going to somehow give them credit if they take enough proper steps. No, we didn't just do it like they did it. We did this. You see how we did step one and then step two and then step three. You notice how we followed the rules and, and did things the right way. Well, we wanted to take our time and make sure we did things right, guys. Don't you give us credit for that? When Democrats, the communists, have long understood this is a popularity contest. This is a branding contest. There's no right way or wrong way. Not in a country this corrupt and broken. There's not even legal or illegal. Democrats now, Obama really ramped this up. Biden doubled down on all of it. They'll just do gigantic illegal executive orders knowing that they're going to get shot down by the Supreme Court, but they're just doing them anyway, blatantly against the law, black and white against the law, and they'll just pass it anyway. They don't give a second thought. Republicans will sit down and say, boy, I don't know. Uh, 
I was going to write this executive order, but if you go to the Constitution and uh, uh, Article 5, Section 8, it actually says if you if you go, I was talking to a lawyer friend and by the letter of the law that, oh my gosh, nursery rhyme republicanism. That's what it is. They're going slowly and deliberately. So if they even attempt to find the impeach him, they'll hold up their sterling report card and say, look at all the steps I, I followed, Americans. Don't I deserve credit for these steps? In the meantime, the communist has always understood you're much better off just going to the podium and say, look at that Nazi who wants to kill black people, white supremacist. That's somebody who understands politics. That's somebody who understands how the human mind, how human emotions work. They're not slow playing this because they're smart. They're slow playing this because they're weak. And because they're stupid. You want to hear how the communists react to Trump's indictment? It feels a little churlish to say this, but I'm going to say it because I feel it strongly. (laughs) I think this is an indictment of Merrick Garland. Because we all saw the crimes committed, and we know that there was no predicated investigation in the Department of Justice. We sat here one year ago at this table, and we watched 85% of the facts present here, I would say, somewhere in that range, laid out before the nation. Because the Congress, congressional investigation. Yes, Yes, the congressional investigation did an incredible job. The reason that we're now, you know, the fast track question is we're now in a tighter space a year later about a guy who's running for president to stay out of prison. He is literally running for his freedom than we would have been a year ago. And I, you know, there's hindsight 2020. I could let him go on, but you get the idea. That's Chris Hayes from MSNBC. You watched in horror, I watched in horror yesterday as our Communist Justice Department laid down an indictment in their attempt to arrest and imprison the former president of the United States of America. The communists watched what they did yesterday, and you know what they said? Ha! What took so long? Republicans will spend the next six months crossing the T's and dotting the I's and making sure everything is done just right for this Joe Biden approval. The communists, they would have locked him up a year ago if they could. That's the difference in mentality. We still think that we can be gentlemen and play a gentleman's game and win. Nursery rhyme republicanism. We believe that in the end, good always overcomes evil. That's a freaking lie. Now, yeah, in the end of all things, sure. In this life, that ain't how it works out at all. I brought up the Assyrians. You ever read what the Assyrians did to Israel? That ever come up? You uh, enjoy having an iron hook jammed through the bottom of your jaw so it comes up from the bottom of your mouth, inside of your mouth, and they chained you together with other slaves and marched across the desert that way as they deported your entire people into another land? Good always overcomes evil. Ha! That's hilarious. That's not how it works in this life. Nursery rhyme republicanism. If we just do it the right way and we focus on doing it the right way and we follow every rule and check off every step, that we'll be, we'll be given credit by the American people for that. Not given any credit for that. Democrats in this country have conducted themselves 
like teenage tantrum children for the last six years over one dude, over Donald Trump. Absolute belligerence at every level, saying the most outlandish, over-the-top things in the world. And at the end of that, they've been given more power than they've ever had. I went back through my lifetime, and I remember on August the 9th, 1974, my grandmom was driving me through Elmira Heights when the news broke on the radio mm. that Richard Nixon had resigned. And that was one of those moments that stuck with me that really stood out. Remember this night, uh, what you said last night? I, I, su- I, I suspect we all will be looking back on last night uh, as, as a turning point in uh, this horrible chapter of American history. Totally agree. You know, how does this fit into the larger American story? And that is this. From time to time, America faces threats from monsters who want to destroy our democracy. That happened in 1861 with the Confederacy. Abraham Lincoln and, you know, northern soldiers and northern voters came to our rescue, saved the Union. The same thing happened in 1933. Franklin Roosevelt came to power, saved our economic system. Pearl Harbor, 1941. He just compared the indictment of Donald Trump on bogus charges to Pearl Harbor and the Civil War. In the meantime, Republicans are making sure we impeach Joe Biden the right way. Apples and oranges. Actually, that's not fair. Checkers and chess. That's what we're dealing with here. Checkers and chess. All right. The climate change nuttery and Joe Biden's strategy and more emails and why you should switch your cell phone over. And you know why you should switch your cell phone over? Because for 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and now 50% more 5G data Plus a mobile hotspot when you switch to Pure Talk. No price increases. Pure Talk, by the way, if you're a current customer, they added things to your current plan without charging you more money. Have you ever heard of a mobile company acting like that, operating like that? Pure Talk actually appreciates you, and they don't crap on this country. They care about veterans and veteran suicide did you know that as well pick up your cell phone it takes 10 minutes to switch to pure talk you don't even need to switch cell phones or switch cell phone numbers pick up your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say jesse kelly and start supporting this great company while staying on a gigantic 5g network pound 250 say jesse kelly switch to pure talk all right All right, what's Biden going to do about all this stuff and climate change nuttery? Hang on. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Did you know that climate change, (laughs) climate change made July hotter for four out of five people on Earth? Whoa. And it's because of your SUV. It's definitely not that the Earth's climate goes in patterns. Speaking of which, it's kind of fascinating. Did you know how many historical societies went under because the climate was changing? It's just something they talk about all the time. This river was here, and we thrived on it. And then there was a big drought, some years of drought, and that river didn't produce enough. And now we as a people, we're not here anymore. What, Michael? Yeah, yeah. Michael said, rest in peace, Venice. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's just how the earth works. 
It has nothing to do with cow farts, your SUV, the air you're breathing out. It has nothing to do with oil and natural gas. This is all an outright lie. All of it. Every bit of it. Don't let these people try to convince you of any of that crap. Biden's strategy regarding Trump. Silence. Joe Biden has been asked about this Trump indictment several times. Joe Biden has remained silent. Corinne Diversity Hire has been asked about the Trump indictment several times. And she's responded with, I'm not going to comment on that or some version of that every single time. Why are they doing that? Here's why. It's not that they aren't behind it. It's not that they aren't cheering behind closed doors. They are somewhat aware. Not fully aware, but they are somewhat aware of how it looks that Donald Trump is being indicted, put on trial, possibly even imprisoned in an election year. That is going to be something that is going to be a problem for a lot of people. They know that. So now they're going to do the thing where they pretend like they had nothing to do with it. I'm just not commenting. It's certainly not what I wanted. This is to keep up appearances. That's all this is. To keep up appearances. They're cheering. Just know that they're cheering. Know that they won't comment because the communist has always, always understood. You can move forward. And you have to move forward. And he moves far too far too fast sometimes. But he's always understood at some point in time, you got to yank back on the reins and slop, stop or slow down for a quick second. Otherwise, you're going to get normie norm too aware and too awake. The communist thrives on two things. His lies and your apathy. His lies and your apathy. He can never afford to have normie norm wake up. He knows that. It's just like we talked about with Stalin a million times over. Stalin just wanted to kill everybody. He wanted to kill anyone who might even potentially present a problem for him politically. So he would assign his NKVD agents to areas like states of the Soviet Union. You're in charge of this area and you're in charge of that area. And he would flat out give them quotas. Uh, I need this many people killed. (laughs) He didn't even have names or crimes. Hey, bring me 20,000 dead bodies by next month. And these people would do as they're told because they didn't want to be killed themselves. Okay, Stalin, I'll do what you want. And then at the end, Stalin would almost always have the guy arrested who did the killing and say, I can't believe all the killing this guy did. He didn't have the guy shot. Why? He knew. Even then, even even in a totalitarian state like the Soviet Union, he knew. The people will only ever take so much. The communist, remember, you, you know the COVID stuff. We're not going to go over that again right now. Remember how we've talked about that? That was a stress test. He really didn't know. All they have is theories and polls and poll testing stuff, but they never really knew how compliant are the American people now? What can I get away with? Because remember, these people see themselves as kings and queens. They're aware that they're just elected representatives or bureaucrats, but they really do genuinely in their hearts. They believe they are really well above you, well above me, and they should be able to rule and just issue decrees however they see fit. However they see fit. That's how these people see themselves. Okay. So during COVID, it came along and they, they thought they'd give that a shot. 
Hey, what if we... <laughs> hey, what if we tell everyone to just stand six feet away from each other? Do you think they would do it? Shoot, do it. We reordered society. You probably still have the stupid footsteps on the floor of your grocery store. We reordered society over something so stupid. Hey, hey, listen, hey. If there's a virus, a microscopic virus that comes out, and we tell people to put some cheap cloth mask in China over their face, and we tell them that'll protect them, do you think they'll buy that? They're not that stupid, right? Well, let's try. I mean, shoot, let's give it a shot. Next thing you know, you had to put on a mask to get on an airplane. On the, in the filtered air of the airplane, you had to put on a mask. Hey, do you think, do you think if we will rush something through the medical industry, we'll skip all these necessary steps we normally take, and then we'll tell people that we tested it and we know it works, do you think we could get people to take it? People took it by the million. That was a stress test. One we failed miserably, and we will pay for years in various ways because we failed that stress test. Well, they're going to do that with this. This is another stress test. You see, these people really are communists. It's not just something I say for the radio. They really would have you arrested, and frankly, they would have you shot if they could legally get away with doing so. Every one of them. The, the dork on MSNBC, you think, oh, he's just a liberal. He would have you shot and thrown in a ditch in your entire family if he could. If he was in a system that gave him the power to do that, he would do that without hesitation. They've always wanted to arrest their political opponents, especially when they run against them. Well, yeah, let's have him arrested. They've always wanted to do this. They've never been in a position where they were powerful enough to do it until now. Now they're doing it. They're going to want to see how you react. They're going to want to see what the American people have to say, how much the American people care. And unlike a lot of you, I'm not totally convinced the American people will recoil in horror. I'm not. I'm really not. I've watched the American people accept a whole lot of abuse over the last few years. Whole country's lacking in testosterone. Probably is what the problem is. We're just too low T. We let them put too many estrogens in the waters. You know the estrogens are in the waters because of birth control, right? They filter out the water when they reuse all that stuff, but they can't filter out the estrogen that's in the birth control pills that comes out of the women. So now the men are drinking estrogen everywhere they go. Our T levels are in free fall because we're drinking estrogen. Get a male vitality stack from Chalk, fellas. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. It's, that's the only way to fight back against stuff like that. Ladies, female vitality stack for you because they're putting all kinds of crap in all of us. It's got us all screwed up. If we want to be strong enough to fight back against all the stuff that's not only here, but all the stuff that's coming, believe me when I tell you, we're going to, we're going to need focus. We're going to need testosterone. Go to choq.com promo code Jesse. That gets you 35% off subscriptions. Don't pay full price like some kind of a sucker. Get a subscription. You cancel it anytime. If it doesn't work, cancel it. It'll work. But if it doesn't cancel it, 35% off. CHOQ.com, promo code Jesse. All right? A whole hour left. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.